Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Always a great day when we get to catch up with Parker Fleming at Paca underscore Flocka on Twitter. Um, formerly of Grizzly Bear Blues, but now has his own Substack, Sub Sacalitas, and also he's got a podcast, Taking Care of Grizzness podcast on the Fan First Sports Network. If you like the Gabe Kuhn show, you'll like that as well because Connor was on last week. I'm going to be on this week. It's 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 simple. So go check out Taking Care of Grizzness on that Fan First Sports Network with Parker. Parker, what's up, man? Man, Gabe, I appreciate the kind words. Uh, definitely uh, all season full of new chapters, but you know what? It's been exciting, and uh, I appreciate you and Connor for having me on the show again. sub Sacalitas, huh? Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah, that was, like, that was like my first favorite, like, bitch guy. I yeah. thought his name was so sick. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a fan of this guy right here. So do, do we short it like sub-sac, or do you just do Sacalitas yeah, every time, yeah, you, yeah, every time you plug it? Yeah, I just do a sub sack. I mean, I don't have Twitter blues, so I only have 240 characters to use. I gotta shorten my stuff wherever well, I can. So, you know what I've noticed about people that are buying Twitter blue? They're starting to put like full articles on there. It's like, brother, yeah, I, I, yeah. sorry, sorry, I'm not reading that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not reading past 240 characters. I can't do it. Yeah, especially in a tweet, we've been conditioned all this time to read. To, it was already weird when it went from like 150 to 240. But, like, now have seen tweets that are, like, longer than, like, articles that I write, it's insane. My rule it's is really if insane. I have to click show more, I'm not reading it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought the whole point of Twitter and some social media was, like, for our, our short attention spans. I thought that was the whole point, generally speaking, of socials and what we post on there. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. That was, that's my intention of it. Yeah, right. I'm, but, yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from Twitter, Twitter Blue. I'm glad you're staying away from Twitter Blue. I don't want to have to read, uh, read past. There's some people. I saw one today that was like a 1,000 characters in a tweet. That's just, come on, brother. That's, that's too damn much. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to start with uh, Darko Ryakovic off to the, uh, the Raptors. How big of a loss is this? Uh, he was a lead assistant for Taylor Jenkins, um, really good with player development, definitely a good offensive coach. How, how big of a loss will this be for that bench? I mean, it's going to be huge. Um, I mean, for one, I, I got to say that, too. Like, my first thought when I saw the hiring and when I've seen his name come up in the process, like, I can't help but feel incredibly happy for him. Right. Because, you know, every no one's – no not really many assistant coaches dream to be like, yeah, I want to stay an assistant coach. They want to be a head coach. And to be one of the 30 coaches to have a head coaching job in the NBA, the best basketball league in the world, especially after everything with Darko's journey. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw this, but he's been coaching – in Serbia since he was 16 years old. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, they said he's, like, done academic journals on um, pick-and-roll offense, and he's been really inst- instrumental in the development of the combo guards, like Desmond Bain and DeAnthony Melton, uh, Grace Allen, John Conchar, but really, like, Desmond Bain and DeAnthony Melton. And Tiger Williams also said Coach Darko's worked a lot on his development as well. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to – 
that's another spot on the bench you got to fill. And mm. it's going to be very big shoes to fill. I, that was, Darko was Taylor Jenkins' head assistant. But, I mean, can't help but feel all love for him going to Toronto, uh, getting what might be a fresh slate with just rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, and whatever they get from trade rumors or they not get anything from trade rumors because Masai Jury likes to blow a lot of smoke as we saw yep. the trade deadline. So, yep. No question. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled for him. But mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be a loss the Grizzlies will have to navigate for sure. So how do they go about replacing him? I th- I, you you put this out there, and I was surprised this name came up, but I know there's there's definitely a little bit of smoke there, and they, they seem to have a good relationship, Taylor Jenkins and this guy. But Tim Fra- you brought up Tim Frazier. Tim Frazier, yeah. who played for the Grizzlies in the 2021 season, it was really uh, due to COVID and guys sitting out, and he had to be on the active roster for some time. But how, how likely do you think that is to happening? You know, I, it's really tough to predict assistant coaches because, let's be real, none of us are really well-versed in what talent might be out there from a coaching standpoint. Right. But the thing I, I see quite a bit on Twitter is the fact that people want the Grizzlies to have a former player, a veteran NBA player, on the bench on the coaching staff. Um, I, I don't want to butcher his last name, but they have Vitaly on staff as well, who was uh, a big man in the late 90s, early 2000s. But, I mean, with Tim Frazier, it's one of those things that's a unique circumstance because he was an NBA journeyman, uh, kind of in the same, maybe could do a lot of the same positional stuff as uh, Darko with helping mm-hmm. out with the combo guards as a former point guard. But also, too, he's he's been in the team system. He knows the team's culture. So, like, if that's an option, why not? I mean, I kind of place it, the odds of it happening at, like, 10% maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, still, like, just, and that's also just, like, off the dome. You were, okay. I mean, I got you. There's, all, there's also two guys, like, there's also, like, Jason Mark, a really great option as well with the Memphis Hustle coach. He's done a really tremendous job with the hustle, and they've shown to promote hustle guys because uh, Brad Jones, he was yep. also promoted from the household staff. So, yeah, I I definitely think um, – I'm definitely intrigued by how they uh, go about uh, this spot here. Yeah. So you talked about Masai Ujiri and him liking to blow smoke in the offseason, but we had just today Fred Van Vliet declines his $22.8 million player option. So Darko, year one, this is going to be interesting. This could be a retool, rebuild, and, and you have no idea who's going to be on that roster. Absolutely. I mean, you have him as a free agent. You have Gary Trent Jr. as a free agent. Giacca Pertle's a free agent, but I assume that they will – Keep him. they'll keep him because they just traded for him. They traded a first-round pick for him. Right. So, um, yeah, I I definitely think um, I definitely think Darko's uh, going to have his hands full. I mean, you know, there's uh, there's all the rumors about Pascal Siakam being a guy that Portland Trailblazers may trade the third pick for. Like, imagine getting a clean slate with Scoot Henderson. And Scotty Barnes. I mean, that would be pretty electric for Darko, and he can kind of get really creative with his offense there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, but. it's just it's it's got to be. I mean, obviously he's he's been working to get a NBA head coaching job, no question. But to to be sort of in a questionable situation year one, and we know how the NBA works. Uh, you know, when it when it comes to the coaching ranks, you have to turn yeah. things around. You have to get things going quick, or you, your your job could be up for. Uh, up for grabs, you could get fired. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely a uh, precarious uh, job nowadays to to navigate. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, I I definitely believe that Coach Starko could be the guy that helps uh, helps Toronto really kind of find a direction because you know it's one thing, Gabe. It's really wild as you had all these guys you know that were rumored to be. Um, Rumored to be, you know, on the trade market asking for like three, four picks, like guys like Pascal Siakam, Moji, and Obi, Fred Van Fleet, and they're still a playing team. Mm-hmm. And it's because they just haven't been able to find that right cohesion, the right system, the right balance with this roster. And here's to hoping with that with Coach Darko that they can they can find that. Mm-hmm. 
talking with Parker Fleming, Subsack Elitis, also taking care of Grizzness Pod on the Fan First Sports Network on Twitter at Paca underscore Flocka. So what what do we make of the uh, Jerry West uh, sound on uh, Podcast P with uh, with Paul George saying that uh, Kobe said he wanted to come to Memphis and play basketball in 04 before he ended up signing, what, a seven-year, $136 million contract and Shaq got traded Dude, away? That was so insane, man. Right. I'm just over here like... Do I really need this news today? Like, <laughs> is this something that I I needed today of all days? And I mean, it, does it add like some ammo for like a, a conspiracy theory that Jerry West sabotaged the Grizzlies roster so that the Lakers could trade for Pau Gasol? Of course, it does. So I think too. But yeah, <laughs> it's uh. It's uh, insane, really, uh, to, to think not only – because also two people bring up on Twitter, you know, they were one draft pick away from LeBron James, and then the next year, Kobe Bryant was two in free agency. They don't come away with either one of them. Like, talk about one of the greatest what-ifs in Memphis sports. I mean, this is like this – is, this is probably on the Mount Rushmore of Memphis sports what-ifs. Yeah, and I've you've heard the stuff about Jerry West though since his since he left the Grizzlies about what he what he thought of the city and everything else. This sort of adds to it. He said, "Hey, Kobe, you don't do, you don't belong in Memphis. You shouldn't be in Memphis." Even though he said he he had a great relationship with him, and uh, Kobe expressed interest in in making that happen. Now, I, I think obviously all these things are sort of uh, up for storytelling in general because Jerry West has his side, other people have their side, but I mean not sh- shortly thereafter um this was Shaq getting traded, Powell ends up there. It, it, Kobe Kobe held some chips and the Lakers ended up uh, falling in line as far as uh you know, Kobe controlling his own destiny there in LA. Yeah. Guys, I mean, it's, it is really wild because I remember, like, you probably remember this from, like, as a kid, you read, always watch SportsCenter. It was always about, like, Kobe trade talks for, like, the entire mid-2000s. Yep. They had that mid-Lakers team. It was like, oh, Kobe to Chicago, Kobe to Detroit. And and then the Grizzlies ended up bailing them out, bailing out the Lakers from having to make that tough decision by giving them Pau Gasol for really pennies, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Except, uh, like, thank God for Mark Saul. That's all I got to say yeah. on that. For sure. Now, um, looking at the Grizzlies going into this offseason, um, they have their core. You have Ja, Jaron, and Dez, but they have some spending power. What can they do? Like, what what are you looking at right now when it comes to using that spending power to go make this roster better? Like, by spending power being, like, the draft assets. Draft assets, it. everything else, yes. Yeah, uh, like, potential trades out there. Yeah, yeah. So um, mid level, right? They, they, they have they some have, things they could do. They have 12, 12 mil in mid level. I know Taylor Jenkins is, or not Taylor Jenkins. Zach Kleiman, his only free agent acquisition in his tenure is like as far as in the off season is Tyus Jones. Like they, he does, uh, but I wonder if this whole movement for vets kind of shakes that philosophy a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when it comes to like spending power on trades, I mean, everyone's talking about that twenty fifth pick. And the fact yep. that, you know, the Grizzlies, they're only losing one player as Dylan Brooks. Are you going to play, replace that guy with a rookie? No, you're not. So can you pair the 25th pick with something? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know, whether I know people throw out Tyus Jones. Uh, you know, people are going to ask if trading Tyus Jones is needed because the Grizzlies are facing this whole John Morant suspension that could range from anywhere probably between like 15 and 25 games. Mm-hmm. Like, can you really go a quarter of your season to start the season without Tyus Jones? That begs the question, but also Tyus Jones may be the ticket to go get that starting small forward upgrade that you really want. Uh, obviously, they had their own all their own first-round picks, plus that Warriors 2024 pick. They could be aggressive. Um, as Zach Kleiman has always said, he's not going to make a move just to make a move. Mm-hmm. But I, I expect them to at least be incredibly aggressive in pursuing reinforcements on this roster. And, I mean, when we're talking about a percent chance they use that 25th pick, where do you think you're at? I mean... I mean if we're talking about like 25th pick in general, I'm putting yeah. it like five five percent because they all like they tend to trade up yeah. around that area too. Uh, I know Joe Molinax of Grizzly Bear Blues Bluff City Media tossed out the idea of like the Brooklyn has the 21st and 22nd picks. They have a surplus of wings. What if you traded Tyus in 25 for Dorian Finney-Smith or Royce O'Neal in the 22nd pick? So you move up and you get and you get a stopgap veteran small forward, which allows you to still see what you have in guys like Zaire Williams, Jake LaRavia, David Roddy, to see if they could potentially become the long-term answer at the three. Yeah, but, I mean, is there a number of games, and I, I have I have made my opinion very clear on this when it comes to John Morant and, and you know, your off-season plans, if you're going to move Tyus, because he really is probably, uh, when we look at player assets, the best player asset you have to use in a trade. Um, yeah. I've, I've made my, my opinion very clear. I, I don't think if you're going to trade Tyus, if you're going to find an upgrade using Tyus, it shouldn't deter you just because John Moran has a certain amount of games of suspension. Is there, amount of, is there an amount of games coming up next year that would deter you from moving off of Tyus Jones? Or do you think that, hey, this is a short-term moment. Don't, don't uh, change your long-term plans for a short-term moment. Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if anything, it'd be something that shouldn't happen. It'd be something like if he was suspended for like 25 games or something. Not 25. I, I think 25 you can manage it. Like, if, they, if people actually, if he actually got suspended for half a season, yeah, I would which, probably think uh, twice which, about it. It seems ridiculous, though. That, it's it not, seems that's, ridiculous. Not a, that's not a real thought in my head right now. Right. And also, too, that is a scratch out the possibility that you could just end up using. Tyus Jones to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You could just yeah. wait on it. You could wait on it. And, and from a value perspective, that's that's not going away anytime soon. You think it's fifteen to twenty-five though for John the grand scheme? Yeah, yeah. Just you know, talk, I've talked with you know, I talked with you and talked with Connor on this. I think it's twenty. All right, I think it's gonna be fifteen to twenty-five. But I mean, also too, if the Grizzlies do keep Tyus Jones and keep up to the trade deadline, and he does start, let's say he starts. 25 games, maybe 30 of Joss and it's time for injury or anything. And he's still averaging like what he did this year, like 15 and eight as a starter. And the Grizzlies are still winning games as a, an expiring contract as a team that could hold his bird rights and next year's free mm-hmm. agency, make him their starting point guard. I wonder what happens to his value there. So, yeah, I guess so. I, I understand that. I, but, but uh, Tyus could be so helpful to a lot of teams. We'll see what the Grizzlies get done. Um, but do you think it's uh, when we're looking at uh, when we're looking at, at improvements to this roster? You think trade is is the way it's going to happen? Yeah, for sure. And I know another idea that Chris Harrington and David Miffian floated was that a Dylan Brooks sign and trade isn't totally off the table. Maybe something where you trade Dylan. For second round picks, you generate a large trade trade exception, and then you use that trade exception to go get more more veterans. Mm-hmm. That's right. something that I would be very interested in for sure. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. Talking with Parker Fleming at Paca underscore 
Flocka, what have you thought of the uh, NBA Finals thus far? 3-1, Nuggets are up. Uh, Heat got that game, too. Everybody tried to uh, sort of do the, oh, well, they they figured Jokic out. They did that in the Lakers series as well. Uh, Figuring him out, I've said it on this show, it is a a uh, short-term thought. You don't figure out Nikola Jokic. He continues to burn you. And then game four, you see all the guys around him stepping up in a massive way. Jamal Murray had 12 assists. Aaron Gordon had 27. My guy Bruce Brown had his legacy game. It was it was all it was all uh, gravy there in Game Four yeah. for the for the Nuggets. I got to be fully transparent. Um, so Wednesday night for Game Three, I was on a flight to Houston mm-hmm. uh, for my friend's wedding, and the wedding was that Friday night, which was Game Four. Ironically enough, the groom was a Denver Nuggets fan as well. Yeah. So, uh, but so I, I didn't really get to watch Game Three and Four. But I mean. It's one of those things like Nikola Jokic. I said this before the playoffs, and I say continue to make this run. Nikola Jokic is about to hurt a lot of feelings when it comes to legacy talk because what he's doing right now as a seven foot big man is just incredibly insane. Like he's averaging a thirty. He's, I think, just a several. I think he if he comes away with fourteen assists tonight, he would average a thirty point triple-double in the finals. That's insane. <laughs> and then, I mean, the, the discussions will immediately be about is he the best uh, foreign foreign player ever, right? Yeah. I mean, That's, a, that's immediately where we transition because that's what we did with Giannis as well when he won. I mean, hey, him, him, Giannis, and Dirk will all have one ring, so – yeah, you can start talking. Well, so. where, where, you know, yeah, I get that. Bruce Brown will have a ring too, so that's always fun Bruce for Brown, me. Brown, uh, Christian Brown will have a ring. It, but uh, it, hasn't it been impressive to you to watch the Nuggets and how they've built that thing? I mean, they, like it has been, it has been very like, for, it, and I all related to the Grizzlies. Like when we talk about getting into that championship contention window, it is not. There's nothing linear about it. I know people hate to hear that; they want to see it, you know, constant improvement year by year, especially in a playoff scenario. But that's not how it how it is all the time, and the Nuggets have proven that. Yeah, I mean, even last year with the Denver Nuggets, you didn't know if they can become contenders again because Jamal Murray is coming off his ACL injury and then Michael Porter Jr., his back issues crept up again last year. So you're, And they were looking like title favorites when they acquired Aaron Gordon before Jamal Murray got hurt. So it's one of those things like you didn't know. You thought the window could have been zapped because of injuries. And you know, they're showing that you can win with a homegrown core and just building around the margins. I mean – Aaron Gordon's not this splashy name, but it's fit so well with their core. Guys like your guy, Bruce Brown, and then them drafting guys like Christian Brown and then signing veterans like Jeff Green. So, yep. And also, too, guess what else they did? They stuck with their head coach, too. They yep. stuck with Mike Malone. So I, I think if you're watching this as a Grizzlies fan, like you should be – optimistic even within through within this storm there, there could still be a light at the end of the tunnel um uh I, i'm sorry i have to bring up bruce brown yet again um but he has yeah, a play he has, he has a player option going into next year uh if he denies that how much can he get paid my gosh like because he's uh, he's two years 13 million so he's under under 70 year like it feels like he will be very wanted on the open market if he decides to decline and become an unrestricted free agent you know, I actually read Keith Smith's Spotrack article today with the Grizzlies' all-season preview, and he said that the Grizzlies should totally offer Bruce Brown the full mid-level of 12 mil, which would be double what he makes in Denver. I see. I would love to have Bruce Brown in a Grizzlies uniform. There's so, so we'll many have- things he can do. You know, like the position, he's 6'4", but at the same time, he can guard. It feels like he can guard guys bigger than him. He's physical. Shoots the three. Yeah. He's he's worked on that three ball really well. Um, yeah. he just does so many things well, and he plays within himself. So that's also an a, a, a overwhelming plus. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and also too, I mean, if he becomes a grizzly, he has to be a guest on the Gabe Newton show, right? Oh, of course, yes, yes, legend. He's an. I mean, I, I what I what I've seen from him throughout these playoffs throughout the year, though. Seriously, I mean, a whole lot of respect is due to this guy. But do you think ultimately, let's say that the Nuggets and I, you can't climb into a guy's brain, 
um, and, and understand fully what he's going to do. But if they win a championship, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's open and shut that he's going to decline that option and ask for more money. Oh, yeah, no, I think he's going to ask for more money. Okay, no doubt. I mean. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. That's just, yeah, I mean, that's how these things work. But sometimes guys do value winning, right? Yeah. Sometimes. But we'll see if Bruce Brown's that type of guy, I guess. Yes, sir. I guess we're testing that. I guess we're testing that theory. Now, last thing before I let you go, again, talking with Parker Fleming at Paca underscore Flocka. Subsack Elitis is his substack and also taking care of Grizzness pod, which I will be on coming up this week, and uh, Connor was on last week. I am uh, I'm curious your thoughts last week with all the CP3 news. Why, why were there national guys discussing CP3 and the Grizzlies? Like, does that make any remote sense to you? Because of Shaw, because of Shaw's okay. suspension, and because people think he's going to get a lot of games, where... Like, obviously, no one's going to say this part out loud, but, like, I feel like there has to be a contingency that you're trading Tyus Jones because, let's be real, who would you rather have for the 2023-2024 season, Tyus Jones or Chris Paul? I would probably lean Tyus Jones because he's been just more reliable, more durable, and he's been incredibly efficient in starter minutes by replicating the numbers that Chris Paul puts up in his minutes at this stage of his career, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if something comes about where, let's say, they trade Tyus Jones for a guy like OG Ananobi or Dorian Anthony Smith, and then you get to a point where you kind of have this agreement where it's like, hey, or hey, Chris, his suspension is, let's just say it's 25 to 30 games. Mm-hmm. You come here and – once Jaws back, we will work on finding a new situation for you where you can go and be a starting point guard. <laughs> See, but that's so far out there, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly. Right. That, 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 I'm basically it, saying that it sounds so irrational yeah. for it to happen. Yeah, but I mean, it was Chris Maddox, Matt Moore came on Jason and John last week and said something about it. I, it. It does feel like on the national scale, even with what Adam Silver has said and sort of stepping back from his original tone, body language, the whole thing with Dan Patrick last week. Like, he stepped back from it. It still feels like people yeah. are, are thinking the hammer's going to come down, you know, 40, 50 games, which I, I just I – can't, I can't see a situation based on precedent where that's possible. Um, but also, if that were to happen, the Players Association is going to be so enraged – they're they're going to push yeah. against that, and there's going to be a fight this off season if that's the amount of games that we end up on. Yeah, no, I definitely agree on that, there, man. Yeah, and, um, and and like also Adam Silver, I don't know if you've noticed this, but his tone is more about helping than than punitive action. I think I think oh, if, yeah. we, if you got to a third incident in in a short amount of time, maybe we could talk about a heavy punitive action, but or heavy punishment in general. But it just feels like right now, considering how close these two incidents were together, he's trying to help him sort of learn what his image needs to be, how he needs to conduct himself over trying to hurt him heavily. I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Jaw, he's one of the faces of the league. Yep. He's the face of a franchise and he's the face of the league. And I just I just don't really think that you can you know I, I feel like it's more beneficial to Jaw and to Adam Silver and to the rest of the league, to the Memphis Grizzlies, if you take this more of an approach of like not not necessarily a punishment, but more accountability and just being willing to help, you know? And it's like in, him in a position to help. It's in their best interest for him to be on the damn floor. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I latch on to. Yeah, he didn't do anything to hurt the integrity of the game. He did something to hurt the image of the game or mm-hmm. the league. Like, it's not like he was out there, you know, performing tanking drugs or anything or, stuff, you know, stuff like that. But, right. I mean, I just. Yeah, I, I definitely like and appreciate Adam Silver kind of stepping his tone back a little bit on this jaw stuff. For sure, for sure. Well, Parker, appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Awesome. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. As always, um, that is Parker Fleming. 
former formerly of uh, Grizzly Bear Blues, but now has his own Substack that you can go subscribe to. Substack Elitus. It's a Grizzlies free Substack, and the support uh, the 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 support you give him ends up. Ultimately, you know, monetarily, it goes to St. Jude. He donates it all to St. Jude. Parker's a great guy. Uh, fantastic. Also taking care of Grizzness Pod, uh, which Connor has been a guest on. I will be a guest on come up, coming up tomorrow and through the rest of the week. Um, but that is on the Fan First Sports Network. But let's go ahead and grab a break. When we come back, it'll be time for the Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show right here on 92.9 FM Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. 20. When disaster strikes, make sure you call Service Master by Cornerstone. A couple of reasons you should. One, they respond, they help you. Two, they're the largest franchise in a 600-mile radius, so they will uh, they will handle that for you. And um, don't just call them because they're the largest. Call them because they're great at what they do. They've been awarded Service Master's Franchise of the Year Award, meaning they're the number one Service Master Restore franchise in the U.S. of A. So call them when you have a, a water heater that, that is on the fritz and you have water damage you have an overflowed toilet you have uh busted uh busted pipes frozen pipes smoke damage from a fire mold or just good old damage caused your home during a storm call service master by cornerstone no matter the place no matter the size they're here to help with the damage tyler the president and owner of service master by cornerstone and his team are here to help you at moments like this their motto is simple and their motto is great we don't pray for disaster we just pray we get called when there is one so remember the name locally owned locally operated service master by cornerstone and what they do is respond respond to all of your disasters issues home residential properties office they respond so the number is simple 901 respond 901 r-e-s-p-o-n-d 901 respond for service master by cornerstone now we're live from the service master by cornerstone studios and it's time for the blitz Gabe, Saquon Barkley was uh, talking to reporters and said that he won't report to Giants minicamp and has yet to sign his franchise tender. When he was asked about it, this is what he had to say. Saquon, quick question about the market for running backs. Do you think maybe, you know, in the next collective bargaining or something that that the union and the owners can come together and find something that works out better for running backs? Because it seems like a lot of guys are just not being paid at the value that they need to be paid. I don't know, because that's going to be in 10 years. And to be honest, I love the game a lot, but I don't see myself being a football field in 10 years. But what I will say about the running back market and the value of it, um, what do you think is going to happen? You know, they tagged the top three guys. We didn't get a chance to hit the open market. So, when we don't get a chance to hit the open market, it hurts a guy like Miles. It hurts all those other guys. Um, they put the cap at 10. And then when they have the tag, they have all the leverage. And that's the reality of it. But there is a bit, there is a personal side of it, too. Um, there's a human side of it, too. And going off back to the question with Kim said, how I felt like that, their dimension, what I've done since 2018, I'm not saying that. But everyone will talk about the running back market and this and that and the third. Every team is different. Like, everyone, there's a, there's a thing that goes up, and I think you mentioned it before, about, oh, quarterbacks in the Super Bowl and how many rushing yards, the top rusher. But every team is not, like, every team, Pat Mahomes is a two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time MVP. And, like, this is, not everybody have Pat Mahomes, and this is no knock to Daniel Jones, so don't even try to flip like that. And then you look at the Eagles who play. Jalen Hurts, a great quarterback. That team is amazing, but every team is not the Eagles. Every team don't have that much talent. And when you come to my situation, come to me personally, I feel like that I helped our team a lot. I feel like not only on the field, but off the field. I feel like as a leader, um, I feel like obviously there's a conversation of my numbers going down. I think there's a whole lot of other stuff that happened to play in the NFL. You know, we were a one dimensional team in the beginning of the season. Um, we we're running the ball. Uh, we have a great coach. Uh, we played Detroit Lions. They came in, bust that ass, stopped me. Uh, we had to we had to switch it up. And we have a great coach with Days and with Calf. And we had a whole new game plan. We came out and found a way to get the job done and make it to the playoffs. But going to the running back market, when you talk about the running back, no, I don't agree with that. I think that it's not fair because I don't think Tennessee Titans, Tennessee Titans is a great team, but 
Derrick Henry's one of those guys on those teams. St. Fran's a great team, but Christian McCaffrey's one of those guys on the team. Josh Jacob, Delisco, on and on. And I think when you talk about the New York Giants, um, you know, I think even Pierce came on and said it. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect in this league, and I think that's how I should be viewed. See, here's the thing. I know where the running back position is valued at. I understand that guys don't want to pay a whole lot. It has been proven over the years if you pay a guy that much money uh, and you give him an extended contract, usually by the last couple of years of that contract, it doesn't work out. A uh, perfect example of that is a guy who got released by the Cowboys this year that you thought would be a Cowboy lifer. That would be Zeke Elliott. Every single year, the more body blows he had, it started to go down, started to go down. All that production started to go down. But Saquon Barkley had his 25-year-old season. It was his fifth season in the league. He had the best year of his career, arguably, off of an ACL injury that really hampered him for a couple of years. He had 1,312 yards. That is his most amount of rushing yards in a single season. And also on top of that, he had 57 receptions, 76 targets. He led the New York Giants, New York football Giants, in targets, and he tied for a lead in receptions with Richie James. So when, when, I, when I see the fact that the Giants have tried to tag him, he hasn't signed his franchise tender, it's worth $10 million, and that's where he's capped at, I just find it unfair for a guy like that. And, and he has said, as I have previously stated, I'm not looking to set any contract records. I'm not demanding to be the highest paid player at my position. I understand the market. My goal is just to be compensated respectfully based on my contributions to the team on the field and in the locker room. I've been in talks with the Giants throughout this offseason. If at some point there's a deal that is fair to both sides on the table, I'll be ready to sign. He just wants to make sure he gets a couple of years with this with this franchise and gets a little bit more on a contract, which he is due. He was in a lot of ways through the first part of that season when the Giants were having a good I mean they started what, 3-4 and 1? Something like that, 3 or 4 and 1. And he was the main source of offense on that team. Richie James is their leading receiver, right? Like you had to you had to have him out there or your offense just sort of falls flat. Daniel Jones ran for like 700 yards as well. But if you didn't have Saquon Barkley, where are you at last year? What do you have Matt Breda go out there and do what he did? No, you're not. So I understand the value of the position and I understand that a lot of teams try to cut corners with their running backs. But at the same time, it sounds like Saquon Barkley is trying to be respectful and the Giants are not returning that respect to him. And I find that to be kind of gross, kind of bad in a whole lot of ways. He's going to be 26 years old. You could give him a three-year contract worth a little bit more than $10 million a year. That's probably all he's really asking for. But no, you're going to try to cut corners. You're going to try to lowball him. Um, and you're going to act like you have all the... all. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The chips. When in reality, if I'm the if I'm the Giants, I I, I don't think I, I I wouldn't think I have the chips in this. I wouldn't think I have everything to bargain with, because in the end of the day, Saquon Barkley means too much to that franchise um, for you to just let him walk or or piss him off in the way you're pissing him off. So we'll see what happens with this. But the Giants need to make right on this situation. Uh, or that offense is going to struggle going into next year with not having Saquon Barkley in the fold. 1,300 rushing yards, and he led the team in receptions. <laughs> like, not every situation is created equal, right? And Saquon Barkley is, is an example of that. He just means too much to your offense to let go. He's not just a normal running back. He is abnormal. He is special. Treat him as if he is special. Man, I'm a big fan of, of Saquon Barkley's, and this answer, I thought, was extremely thought out, and it felt like it was prepared. I told you uh, off-air when we were listening to the clip that it felt like somebody getting ready for a radio segment, like it felt like right. a radio host getting ready for he's a radio been, he's segment. He's ready for that. He's and been he ready crushed for it. He was waiting for that question to happen, and he absolutely crushed it. No, no, he was who, what, when, where, why. Like he, he broke it down, and then he added context to it. He gave the Derrick Henry example. Absolutely knocked the answer out of the park. He just wants to be paired a fair wage for what he's doing. That's but, pretty but, much it. But the point being is like, okay, I know Miles Sanders just got paid, but who means more, right? Right. 
Derrick Henry with the Titans or Miles Sanders with the Eagles last year? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Right. Who means more? Saquon Barkley with the Giants or Miles Sanders with the Eagles? Like, there are good running backs that get in good situations and have good numbers, and people will down them because, oh, well, their situation is great. But Saquon's not in a good situation, meant so much to that offense. He should be paid because of that. But uh, we just know where we're, we've headed. With with running back value, and it's, again, it's, it's depressing. He's not for them. trying to reset the market. He's not trying to break the bank. He just wants to be paid paid what he's owed. And I feel and like he's, guys, he's he's owed a lot. If I'm a running back, man, you got to get what you can because it's you what, never it's like know. What he said he was like, I'm not going to be playing in ten years. Yeah, you never know when it's going to be over. It could just like it, it goes fast. One like Zeke Elliott, we didn't think it would be this quick to where he was just not even useful. In the, in the NFL anymore. Like, you just never know how quick that production is going to fall off. Saquon's got to get his money while he can. Man, it's been a tough few weeks for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, hasn't it, man? Yeah, it has. Black tell Adam me, stuff going on. Shazam, was, DC's falling apart yeah. here around him. Then the young Rock got canceled. And now, Gabe, we have found out that the XFL lost $60 million. $60 million. Um... Also, he uh, he said he was never going to go back to the Fast franchise, and he reached back out to Vin Diesel. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did, because Black Adam and Shazam, Fury failed. of the Gods, failed. They flopped. And he was like, hey, Vin. All right. Vin, you always talked about family. Are we family? Yeah. How, how, do I, how do I do this in a nice way, knowing we have the USFL in town and what that could potentially mean for this city if it actually all goes well? Like, I'm going to try to tread lightly here. This shows that there's not much of an appetite for spring football. I mean, it's off-season football. They didn't make any money. They lost $60 million as a league. If you, if theoretically, if people were latching onto it and you had the fanfare, you'd make money. At least a little bit, or at least break even, for God's sake. $60 million down the tube. And he already put the investment out front. I forget what he bought the, the league for, but it was somewhere in the tens of millions of dollars uh, after, after COVID basically killed their first season back. But this is just a, a terrifying 15 thought. 15 million. This is a terrifying thought for anybody who's trying to start any off-season leagues. I think the USFL. I don't know. I don't think they lost sixty million in year one. And maybe the thought here is, okay, I, I lose sixty million in year one, but we've start. We have a nice base, and then we're going to recoup those losses. But it doesn't seem like that's the case. Looks like you threw everything at it. People didn't quite latch on the way you wanted to, and you just you're just going to have to eat it. And I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel about the future of that league. You shouldn't feel good about it. In year one, if you're losing that amount of money, you shouldn't feel great about where they're headed. I can't imagine it'll last that, last that much longer. But this is a tale. I mean, we know about this. We, we know how these off-season football leagues work. Not very well. AAF fails. XFL, one year, COVID hit, dunzo. Right? XFL now is losing $60 million. USFL has had to uh, have certain host sites to try to save money, cut corners on costs. It's just, it's hard to keep these things afloat. And that's, that's as simple as I can put it. Now, I wonder what's going to happen with the USFL going forward. Uh, and I need to ask this. Can I ask this? USFL on the showboats front. What's your investment level in the showboats? I know it's not heavy, but try to define your investment level of the showboats right now. You're talking about me? Yeah. Like, try personally. To, try, to, try to define your, your level, what you're willing to invest in the showboats. As far as your mind, your sports brain, like, what are you willing to invest? Define what your investment level is. Not much, right? It's not much. Not much. And like I, I, I've always been ready to latch on to these spring leagues, but like, and I guess give me a championship game, and I'm into it. But the product for XFL, USFL, I'm sort of speaking as a whole. Product is fine. It's solid. But you worry about sustainability, and also it's tough because these guys are playing for another shot at the big time. But you can't fully embrace them because if they do well enough, they're gone. You can't sell their name, image, and likeness, if you will, because they're going to try to go find a minicamp invite in the NFL. And are you going to largely bring? Are you going to bring them back? And largely, they're implants for a season, then they're gone. And even next season, how much roster turnover is there? Right, the sports leagues ultimately are built off personalities, stars, sellability, and neither of these leagues 
spring off-season football, they don't have that. There's a market for it, I think, but it's strictly about the football. I'm into that aspect, so I can I can relate, but most people aren't into the full, just, oh, I, I love football whenever I can get it. Not, that's not everybody. So it's just hard. It's really hard for these these leagues to really sustain themselves over the long haul. And and I thought Dwayne, I thought I thought The Rock certainly had a chance to get this thing going. Um, I thought I thought the business people behind it had some really good ideas. But if we're looking at a first year loss of sixty million dollars, it's really hard for me to hard for me to think that year two, year three, year four, year five is going to happen. Going to be completely honest with you. Now, we are on the precipice of a potential closeout in the NBA Finals, and it's about time to crown that NBA champion. And FanDuel wants you to be a part of the excitement. Only could be a few more chances, but be, but right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500 on an NBA Finals game. That's $2,500 bag and bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. They have great promotions every day on FanDuel Sportsbook. Save and secure app. You get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet all the finals action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K, G-A-B-E-K, and get no uh, a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash Gabe K, G-A-B-E-K. FanDuel is the f- official sports betting partner of the NBA and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21-plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager. Only $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line at one 800 889 Eight nine. Now it's time to wrap up this edition, this Monday edition of the Gabe Coon Show. We'll do that next. Ninety two nine FM ESP. Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. It's becoming somewhat of a uh, mythical story. The Big Twelve visit to Memphis. Did it happen or didn't it happen? Big Twelve Commissioner Brett Yormark says, "Quote: I've never met with anyone at Memphis about adding them to the Big Twelve, nor have I been on campus." Then College AD, who originally reported the story about him making it to Memphis with a contingent from the Big Twelve, told folks at the Daily Memphian that College AD stands by its reporting that a contingent of Big Twelve officials visited Memphis, where they were able to see plans of the Liberty Bowl expansion. It's not hard to imagine Big 12 officials being in Memphis off campus where the big money of big donors were. And if that was the case, you can see why the situation would be so secretive. If they want it under wraps, by God, they'll keep it under wraps. So, I still stand by, I think a meeting happened. Was it originally how College AD said the meeting happened? Maybe not. But I I think Brett Yormark and officials were here in Memphis. Now, we also have Game 5 and a closeout opportunity for the Denver Nuggets. Would be the first championship for the Nuggets in their franchise history. And first for Nikola Jokic, who will be in God tier this offseason if they close this thing out. And rightfully so. His game has absolutely spoken for itself. But I think it's about time for a pick. Let's see what, let's see what Go- Connor Dunning has uh, cooked up for big game tonight. What's the biggest game tonight? Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. All right, Gabe. Heat at Nuggets, 7.30. Right now, it's Denver minus 8.5, which, like, I I think that the Nuggets are going to win the game tonight. I think that 8.5 number is pretty big. Yep. So if you're going to bet on the spread, I would probably take the Heat at plus 8.5 while still believing that the Nuggets are going to win. If you want to take the Nuggets money line, you're more than welcome to, but it's minus 400. There's been a lot of spreads in this series that are, that, where that's silly. the case. They have been silly. Right? Where it's just like the, the Nuggets like are – the, the number's you. too damn big. It's yeah. just too damn big for me to trust but no I don't I don't I don't disagree with that thought process close out though tonight is my thought where where I'm at for the for the nuggets maybe we make it six in a row yeah let's let's see let's make it happen fast forward fast forward we'll get Christian Fowler and his take on the big 12 Memphis discussions among other things we'll have NBA finals review nuggets could make it happen and close it out get their first championship in franchise history while the heat try to stave off elimination if the finals does wrap up tonight get ready for the Joss suspension news fairly shortly thereafter we'll, we'll that will probably be on the docket at, at some point for the rest of the week um, but make sure you tune in make sure you tune in if you want to play back the whole show download the Odyssey app and search 92.9 ESPN but that's a wrap for today thanks to Jeff Calkins to Parker Fleming for their contributions to the show. We'll meet back here at the same time tomorrow. Before Connor, I'm Gabe. Be easy, be safe, and enjoy the rest of your night. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. <clears throat> Mom? Dad? 
Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Memphis Million is here at Southland Casino Hotel. Over a million dollars in cash, free play, and prizes are up for grabs now through August 30th. Come to Southland every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Earn a scratch-off card to win free play, food offers, prizes, and bonus drawing entries. New members earn a free scratch-off card instantly when you sign up. Win your share of $75,000 in cash, free play, and prizes each week. See you at Southland Casino Hotel for the Memphis Million Giveaway. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, K5PG 211771, MSRP 26152, Sportage P17 3696, MSRP 27077, EV6 P560034. MSRP 50325 includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through Hyundai. Excludes tax on license with approved credit. See for complete details. Offers valid through 63023. Dealer stock only. Warranties and limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Hey, Jeff Allen. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.